0: You're listening to the my SBA loan pro podcast hosted by Ryan Smith, principal broker and founder of think SBA, a one of a kind loan brokerage serving small business owners and entrepreneurs in their quest to purchase real estate, acquire a business or franchise or obtain working capital. In each episode, Ryan reveals valuable insights and best practices regarding the SBA loan program and application process let's get started
1: demystifying the SBA loan application SBA standby creditors agreement form 155 contrary to popular opinion SBA loans are quite flexible case in point the SBA standby creditors agreement this agreement establishes the interest rate and loan terms of a promissory note between the buyer referred to as the standby borrower and the seller referred to as the standby creditor to mitigate three fundamental credit weaknesses in the loan application. Number one, a shortfall in cash injection and post-close liquidity. SBA 7A and 504 loan requests to purchase real estate or acquire a business or franchise require a minimum 10% equity injection. Due to a recent update to SBA guidelines, the 10% equity injection may come from a combination of cash from the buyer and a seller promissory note. For example of the 10% equity injection at least 5% must come in the form of cash from the buyer while the remaining 5% in the form of a seller promissory note on permanent standby. Permanent standby simply means the seller's promissory note is not permitted to be paid back until the SBA loan has been paid in full. The standby loan decreases the amount of capital injected by the borrower, increasing cash reserves post-close. Number two, collateral coverage shortfall. SBA 7A loan requests above 350,000 require collateral to be pledged when available. The actual amount of collateral varies and is determined by the requested loan amount the amount of collateral available, and purpose of the loan. The definition of acceptable collateral includes, but is not limited to equipment, tenant improvements, and real property, typically in the form of a second lien on the applicant's primary residence for working capital term loans to acquire a business or a commercial mortgage for the purpose of purchasing owner-occupied real estate. Let me illustrate. Buyer A is acquiring a business for $3,000,000. Buyer A is able to inject the minimum 10% required of $300,000, resulting in a loan amount of $2,700,000. Buyer A is willing to pledge their personal residence with $500,000 lendable equity. The loan amount of $2,700,000 minus the pledged collateral value of $500,000 equals a collateral shortfall of $2,200,000, which is higher than is permissible by the lender. In this case, the seller agrees to carry a promissory note in the amount of $700,000 to meet the lender's acceptable collateral shortfall criteria of $1,500,000. The seller is able to request repayment of the promissory note during the SBA loan repayment period only if cash flow is acceptable. If not, the lender will require the promissory note to be placed on permanent standby as defined previously. Number three, cash flow shortfall. SBA 7A and 504 loan requests are required to meet a minimum debt service coverage ratio set by the SBA. If cash flow to repay the loan is insufficient, the seller is able to mitigate the shortfall for the buyer by carrying a promissory note on permanent standby. The standby creditors agreement consists of two sections. Section one is fill in the blank establishing the general terms of the promissory note between the buyer and the seller. Section two consists of eight conditions that must be met by the seller. I will highlight the most important conditions. Item number one requires the seller to agree to only one of the four options listed, either placing the standby loan on permanent standby or establishing repayment criteria concurrent with the SBA loan that include principal and interest or interest only payments. Item number two requires the seller to turn over any payments made by the buyer to the lender in violation of the agreement. Item number five requires the seller to sign appropriate documentation to subordinate the loan to the lender's loan secured interests and in collateral that secures the standby loan. Item number six gives the lender the ability to modify the terms of the agreement without affecting the enforceability of the agreement by the lender. The form is completed by the lender and is signed by the seller who affirms the stated terms and conditions of the agreement.
0: Thank you for listening to the My SBA Loan Pro Podcast. Be sure to like share, subscribe, and leave a review. But most importantly, we hope you'll use this information to start your SBA loan journey today by texting or calling us at 858-762-2774 or completing our online application at mysba.pro slash app. That's mysba.pro forward slash app. We look forward to working with you.